Hello, and welcome to Serene Reflections, a podcast of Dharma Talks from the Wallawa Buddhist Temple. I am Rev. Clarissa Beattie, a Zen monk and Buddhist priest from the mountains of Northeast Oregon, where we practice contemplative meditation, the Chan of Bodhidharma, the Zen of Dogen, the Serene Reflection Meditation of Rev. Master G.U. Kennett. You are invited to let yourself grow naturally still, to let go of the world for a while. Join us in listening in sound, in listening in stillness, turning within to listen from the heart that seeks the way. A week from today, three of our temple congregation plan to be embarking on the ceremonies of Jukai. After making the trek to the monastery, one week from now they will join others there, others who are also drawn to take the step of making a formal commitment to living a Buddhist life. In Soto Zen, the step of becoming a Buddhist is taken over the course of a seven-day retreat in a series of five ceremonies known in Japanese as Jukai, which in English means receiving the precepts. For each person, of course, there have been many steps leading up to this step of attending the Jukai retreat and there will be many steps after the week of Jukai comes to an end. Here before us in our thoughts are our three friends and all these other good people who are, at this moment, preparing to travel to take this step. Whether we've taken this step ourselves or are considering it, or are only just hearing about it, we can be wishing them well. We can be thinking of them, offering merit for their safe journey across the hundreds of miles they will travel by air or by land to get to where the ceremonies will be held and home again thereafter. And whether I've already done Jukai or not, I can take this opportunity to reflect on the significant step I see these others taking and how it relates to my own spiritual work. Much can arise as a person draws near to making such a commitment, both within the person 
and in others around them. What arises may include anticipation, excitement, sometimes some form of fear. Steadfast determination may arise, as well as self-doubt. There may be joy, jealousy, puzzlement, contentment, misunderstandings, clarifications. Obstacles may arise for those who make their way to the monastery. Unforeseen help may be offered to speed them on their way. Opportunities may arise to let go of selfish wishes, to open to what arises as expectations are let go, as what arises is held as gently as can be. Spiritually, the monastery represents the still center of the heart at peace, the ground of being, our sitting place. Nearing the monastery, the heart may beat faster as it comes closer and closer to meeting itself, to coming face to face with our true nature. The arising of whatever arises as one prepares to take Jukai are the signs that one is moving into the unknown, that a being is drawing near to what matters. Such things are not unlike what can come up when approaching the temple for the first time, or what comes up when sitting down to meditate. This turning within doesn't have to be taken as a gigantic step like the receiving of the Buddhist precepts. It can be taken as a small step, like deciding to live by the deepest wish of my heart just for today. Turning within can be done in any small moment, by refraining from doing a harmful thing, by doing a helpful thing instead. Any time we turn our heart toward what calls us deeper, there may result an arising of all sorts of things, of emotions, thoughts, sensations. Whether just before Jukai or at any moment, the swirl of what arises when we respond may include or comprise what in Zen is called the koan of everyday life. Koan is the Japanese word for our individual spiritual problem, which is also our unique purpose for living. My koan is both the obstacle which blocks my way to opening my heart, and at the same time the koan is the doorway to living from my heart. Whenever I become aware of the arising of my koan, I have a precious opportunity to receive what it has to teach. 
How do I respond when the koan arises naturally in daily life? In this world, there are some who have taken the precepts and some who have not, and all have equal Buddha nature. To participate in the retreat and ceremonies of Jukai, or the simple ceremony of receiving the precepts from a priest when Jukai is not available, can greatly assist in deepening one's practice. Vowing to follow the Buddha's teaching, identifying as a Buddhist may be helpful, even essential, for some. And it is wonderful to be able to take part in a lifetime in such a coming together for Jukai of those who sincerely wish to follow the Eightfold Path. At the same time, a ceremony is not required in order to do the practice. Formally taking the precepts is not always possible, and not necessarily the wisest and most compassionate choice at the present time for oneself and others who may be affected. Circumstances which prevent attending Jukai may include other commitments, such as family or work obligations or the arduousness of travel, or travel restrictions, or illness and the like. If something like this is the case, it is still possible to practice wholeheartedly, to vow to oneself day to day just as deeply as if some formal commitment were possible. Also, to take the precepts means simply that a person is becoming a lay Buddhist. Taking the precepts is called lay ordination, but the word ordination in this context means just that the person is taking the precepts, that they are promising to follow the Buddha's teaching as an ordinary person. They are not renouncing household life by taking the precepts at Jukai. They aren't committing only to one particular Buddhist tradition, or even to one teacher within that tradition. And this basic ceremonial expression is recognized universally across the various types of Buddhism. Taking the precepts is a promise made voluntarily after serious reflection, between the person and their own Buddha nature deep within their heart. A promise to do the work within the heart. Going through Jukai doesn't make someone more holy than they were before the retreat and ceremonies. All beings are already holy. Only we don't always know this. 
And even when we know this, we may forget. The keeping of the precepts retreat is offered to help all beings find their way. The great wide way to the great compassion at the heart of all existence. All beings benefit. All beings includes the beings who organize and offer Jukai, as well as those who attend to receive the precepts. All beings includes those who help others get to Jukai, though they've no wish to attend themselves, and those who wish to attend and are unable. All beings includes beings who don't wish to attend Jukai, and those who are indifferent, and those who've never heard of the precepts. The offering of Jukai, the offering made by all those who participate, even only through opening their hearts upon hearing about it, the priceless offering of the giving and receiving of the precepts is the selfless offering of boundless merit offered freely and without expectation to all beings everywhere. When a person has taken the precepts in our tradition of Soto Zen, they're given a long strip of black fabric held together with a small knot of eternity, worn around the neck over regular clothes during meditation and when at the temple. This small vestment is a symbolic version of the kesa, the robe worn by the Buddha's monastic sangha, which stands for the precepts. The token kesa is called a wagesa in Japanese. Wearing the wagesa helps the wearer to remember our vow to cease from harm, do only good, and do good for others. It helps us to keep to a habit of meditation practice and to take care in our following of the precepts because the wagesa is worn during formal sitting and when others will see our example. Like the monastic Sangha, lay Buddhists recite the Kesa verse with each morning's meditation, and whenever we put this garment on. The Kesa verse is, in effect, the daily renewal of our original vow to follow the precepts. It's the distillation of all the ceremonies of Jukai and our recognition of our own Buddha nature as well as that of all beings. Even long before ever attending the week of Jukai, we may recite the Kesa verse together with others who recite it. And we recite it again together with others, even long after having taken Jukai, 
This is the Kessa verse. How great and wondrous are the clothes of enlightenment, formless and embracing every treasure. I wish to unfold the Buddha's teaching that I may help all living things. Thank you for joining us in listening to Serene Reflections from the Heart That Seeks the Way. To learn more about this practice, including more about how to meditate, you are invited to visit our website at walawabuddhisttemple.org. Here, in the Kanzayan Shrine of our Meditation Hall, we offer the merit of our practice of serene reflection meditation to all beings including you, wherever you may be.